The Raven by Edgar Allan Poe Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered, weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. "'Only this, and nothing more.' "'Ah, distinctly, I remember it. "'It was in the bleak December, "'and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. "'Eagerly I wished the morrow. "'Vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's surcease of sorrow. "'Sorrow for the lost Lenore.' From the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named Lenore, nameless here, forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door." Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. That is it, and nothing more. Presently, my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly, your forgiveness, I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into that darkness, peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token. And the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see, then, what there it is and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obscience made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but the mien of lord or lady perched above my door, Perched above a bust of palace, just above my chamber door. Perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore. Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering from nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's platoonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl, to hear discourse so plainly, though his answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. 
for we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door bird or beast upon the sculpted bust above his chamber door with such a name as nevermore but the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour nothing farther than he uttered not a feather than he fluttered till i scarcely more than muttered other friends have flown before on the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before then the bird said nevermore startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken doubtless said i what it utters is only stock and store caught from some unhappy master whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster till his songs one burden bore till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never nevermore but the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling straight i wheeled a cushioned seat in front of the bird and bust and door then upon a velvet sinking i betook myself to linking fancy onto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore with this grim ungainly ghastly gaunt and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore this i sat engaged in guessing but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core this and more i sat divining with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated o'er but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating o'er she shall press ah nevermore then methought the air grew denser perfumed from an unseen censer swung by seraphin whose footfalls tickled on the tuft floor wretch i cried thy god hath lent thee by these angels he hath sent thee respite respite and nepenthe from thy memories of lenore quaff oh quaff this kind nepenthe and forget this lost lenore quoth the raven nevermore prophet said i thing of evil prophet still if bird or devil whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here on shore desolate yet all undaunted on this desert land enchanted on this home by horror haunted tell me truly i implore is there is there balm in gilead tell me tell me i implore quoth the raven nevermore prophet said i thing of evil prophet still if bird or devil by that heaven that bends above us by that god we both adore tell this soul with sorrow laden if within the distant aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels named lenore clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels named lenore quoth the raven nevermore be that word our sign of parting bird or fiend i shrieked upstarting get thee back into the tempest and the night's platoonian shore leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy shall hath spoken leave my loneliness unbroken quit the bust above my door take thy break from out my heart take thy form from off my door quoth the raven nevermore 
and the raven never flitting still is sitting still is sitting on the pallid bust of palace just above my chamber door and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming and the lamp light o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the air shall be lifted nevermore Once Upon a Time, a storytelling podcast will return for season two on Friday, October 2nd, 2020 on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, follow us on Instagram at a storytelling podcast for more content. And while you're at it, buy Emily and I a cup of joe at buymeacoffee.com slash onceuponatimepc. This podcast is produced by Talia Smith and Emily Jobra. Music featured in this trailer includes The Swamp from Loyalty Freak Music and Photos of a Murder by John Bartman. The reading of Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven was done by me, Talia Smith. Until October. The end.